What's up, family? Welcome back to the Stop Sinking Show, where we go from struggle to flow. There's a story in the book of Genesis about Joseph and his brothers. I've mentioned this one on one of my first podcasts all the way back to episode 28 called Judgment Jail in a different context, but my interpretation is weak of the story and will only serve the narrow purpose of making my point, so I do recommend reading it for yourself. The beautiful thing about stories is that the same story can be relevant and show up in so many different facets for you. It's like a living, breathing thing. And whatever sticks to you, sticks out for you, is the message that you need. A story is a storehouse, and you get to keep what you can from it. This story always comes back to me because, especially in moments of anger, where I need to humble myself and remember my proper placement, when my egoic mind tries to inflate my own importance, I remember this story. And the general version of how I remember it, Joseph has jealous brothers, I believe 11 brothers, because he was his father's favorite. And when there was famine, their father sent them all to go to neighboring villages to seek help. And on one of these trips, the brothers conspired against Joseph. At first they thought to kill him, but then they disrobed him, threw him in a pit so he can be confused for somebody that doesn't come from their family and decided instead to sell him into slavery and then returned to tell their father that he had died. What stuck with me about this story is that when they see him again, alive and doing well, he had risen to have become almost the right hand to the Pharaoh in Egypt. And when they saw him, at a time of such famine that their desperation had brought them to seek help from the Pharaoh from Egypt, when he sees them in their time of need, he says to them, Don't be afraid of me. Am I God to judge you and to punish you? Mind you, they tried to almost kill him and then sold him into slavery. And this is what he says to them. As far as I'm concerned, God turned into good what you meant for evil. He brought me into the highest position that I have today so I could save the lives of so many people. And then he goes on to take care of them and his family until his dying day. Now, I'll tell you the spirit of what this leaves me with as I get to the point of today's episode. And of course, there is psychological and philosophical significance in the display of forgiveness and grace and a lack of judgment, but maybe we'll come back to that. But what sticks with me a lot is the humility with which a man of power still knew his place before God. It becomes really easy to be put in a position of power or to sit on the head of any little power that you possess and use it as a way to deify yourself as the arbiter of truth and judgment. And it was in the recognition of self in Joseph that the place of power that he had earned, despite all odds, was one that God intended and that no amount of evil or any attempts could have kept him from what was preordained for him. And this is not to overlook the work he put to earn his place. I use the word earn on purpose. But he intimately knew this place that he had earned and didn't try to be anything more than it. He understood the level of power that he had and he did not try to handle what was God's business to handle. He didn't 
need to forgive his brothers because he did not feel it was his place to hold something against them in the first place. And I guess I'm pontificating in poetic terms because in reality, you do feel you are the one who needs to decide who to forgive, who to judge, who to punish with your actions or by withdrawing yourself from them. At least for yourself and what you allow for your life, that feels like the right thing to do for you to be doing this because who else will set standards for you? But there's a contrasting voice in my head from this story that stays with me that can't help but think about what am I blocking by getting in God's way by trying to do his job? As someone who is easily angered by personality differences because it feels like such a waste of time to me, like life is hard enough already without us making it harder by man-made friction, I am prone to wanting to judge harshly and have an easy switch to cut someone off. But in doing so, in a lack of humility that I have at times in trying to do what is God's business, I'm afraid of what transmutation, what transformation, what evil to good I am keeping away from myself in what God intends that I disrupt. I see a lot of broken things around me, and many of them are out of my control. Still, I feel the responsibility of what is not my responsibility. Probably some tendency from trauma, but in an attempt to bow my head to what is bigger than me, greater than me, I remind myself of the story and humble myself and remind myself of my proper placement. I love you, family. Stay true always. I'll see you on the next show.